Hey, Tilly. Yes, Luke? Where do animals go when their tails fall off? Oh, I don't know. Where do animals go when their tails fall off? A retail store. (laughs) (laughs) On this week's Another Digital Citizen, we're going to talk about news of the week, Froze Foreign Foray Game, Thor Ragnarok, and Mindhunter, Episode 3. This is Another Digital Citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode one zero nine, where we are going to have a stupid game where I say a sentence. It's going to be really fun. Let's say hi to the person that has been far away from us for a long time now. Feels like forever. Hey, Tilly. Hey, Fro, everybody. Uh, it's not been that long. <laughs> no, it's been one episode. It feels... <laughs> It's forever when you're gone. Forever and ever and ever. Ah, well, I miss you guys too. It also, it also feels forever because I have to be the only one that talks to Luke. Hi, Luke. <laughs> Hi, bro. Hi, everybody. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Oh, you know. that's good. Yep. So one o nine. So one o zero in German. Is that what this is? Nine. No, nine. <laughs> it's kind of funny because nine in German. One oh no. Right. Never no. One on the no. Yeah. Yeah. One oh no 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 no. So uh, uh, let's uh, talk some baby news uh, since you haven't been on since uh, forever. Yeah, uh, and we... and since I got to see him again today. Yeah. <laughs> Saw some pictures of that. Yeah, well, we had really well. I'm um, exhausted. It's starting to hurt now. But Mm. other than that, it's good. The scan today, it was my 20-week scan, even though I'm not 20 weeks till tomorrow, but I don't think a day matters. Um, Checked everything. I got to see his cerebellum and everything. I'm like, what? This is crazy. I thought they were just going to say, oh, yes, he's got hands, he's got feet, he's got this. But they were like, no, well, there's his kidneys and there's his stomach and... That's the bits of oh. his brain and huh. everything. It was amazing. So was this the place uh, that you went to the last time? No, this was at the hospital. Ah, okay. And they've, um, they have, so there is, there's a slight issue, but it's not really much of an issue. It's just that my placenta is 
at the front and comes down a bit low. And because it comes down a bit low, it's sort of covering my cervix. So they don't know if I'm going to be able to have a normal birth. But worst comes to worst, I've just had a C-section. Yeah, is it now that I can ask what this is a cent? Uh, a cervix. What you <laughs> a cervix. Oh, it's a cent. Placenta? Cent plate or something? Placenta. Placenta, placenta yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's mucus. The thing... It's it's gross. Well, it's not mucus. It's a organ that you grow along with the baby, that basically takes the nutrients out of your blood and passes right. it to baby and filters the waste out of the baby and back into my system, so my system deals with it. Without it, baby does not exist. Can that move over okay. time, over the next couple of weeks, or it's just it's there and they? That they're like we got to deal with it where it is. I think as I grow and stretch and things, it can be pulled in a different direction. If that makes sense, like right. as my belly grows, <laughs> it can that's what I think. Move up, yeah, yeah. but push, it's, it's stuck push, to the side. Push the baby. Yeah, well, the baby's push been the using baby. it as a pillow. <laughs> he quite oh. he likes it. You see him, and earlier today he was um, he had a yawn while we were looking at him. And he went for mm-hmm. a wee, which I didn't expect to see till he was born. Um, and yeah, he's doing a lot of things with his hands. And he was wiggling around and I could feel him while he was wiggling. And I was watching him. And that was amazing. Huh. I was just there because you don't know if it's just gas or what right. when you're lying there. It's like, I can feel something in my stomach, right. but I don't know if it's him. But watching him and then feeling it, it's like, no, that's definitely him when I'm feeling it. That's that's him having a right old dance. <laughs> Everybody, yeah. <laughs> I said to Dick, I was like, yeah, he's going to be a little singer and dancer. Because he had his hand in front of his face like he was singing into a microphone. <laughs> he's kicking his legs. Oh. I was like, yeah, we've got a little star in there. Yeah. Be all right, as long as he can see so, like his daddy um, and his mummy. Uh, okay. I don't know. I have never heard uh, Dick sing. I have heard you sing. But Dick's an amazing Dick singer. Sing. He's fantastic. Yeah. No, I am not. I, I'm, I'm, I, I, I will go so far to say that you don't have the best singing voice in the world. But, thank you. That's very politely put. <laughs> yeah. I will maybe say that. That's yeah. That's a polite thing, yeah. But uh, neither a reason do I. I, don't do I, sing, I sing all the fucking time, so. Yeah, who cares? Uh, Luke, has, Luke has a good singing voice, don't you? <sighs> no. Uh, not really. <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard you sing. Luke. Yeah, I don't really sing. That's the thing. So, yeah. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, here is Luke. <laughs> right, and it just—it sounds like the guy from the crash test dummies from the nineties. <laughs> yeah, that's me singing. It's—you heard me yeah. from the musical thing. That's me singing. Yeah. Oh, uh, so anything new in your end of the world, uh, Luke? Are you pregnant? <laughs> uh, no, not that I know of. Uh, oh. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I may be, but we'll see. Um, <laughs> just wrestling, wrestling weekend. Lots of wrestling happening. Good show uh, with a bunch of good matches. Uh, WCWC, and it was a you know fun weekend, hanging out and watching wrestling uh, and getting paid for it because I can't really go wrong there, right? So. Yeah. Woohoo! Oh, wrestling, watching wrestling and get paid to watch it. Living the dream. 
let's talk about some news. Dona Brasil, uh, one of my favorite last names in the world, uh, says that Clinton rigged the presidential primary in a new book. What a fucking surprise. This is a bit of a surprise because this is the lady that, remember, she was caught, she was fired from CNN for giving, camp, right, giving for giving the questions question. to the Clinton campaign. to uh, right. the, uh, And she ended up afterwards being hired as the interim chairman of the, um, of the DNC. And so that's where she right. got all this information. Um, so it's a little weird, but I, it, it, in a way it's not, I'll go into it, I guess. Let, let's talk about what she said. And, uh, then I'll talk about kind of what I think, why she did this. But she wrote an article in Politico. So the one I sent you, that's mm-hmm. actually written by her. Uh, yeah. I've, uh, and I've read, she's read basically promoting a book here, but she threw everybody on the, under the bus in this book, apparently. Uh, uh, it's the Clinton campaign, Friday she said, cover. Uh, I... that they had an agreement and it stipulated that the party would choose communications director for the two candidates. Uh, right. Previously identified as acceptable to the Clinton campaign. So they had to get approval for those things from the Clinton campaign. In addition, it stipulates that new hires among DNC senior staff, communications, technology, and research departments would also have to be endorsed by the campaign. Uh, And the Clinton campaign would have advanced opportunities to review most parties' online or mass email communications about the primary candidates. So this is during the primaries where she was going against Bernie Sanders. Uh, she also said that Debbie Wasserman Schultz was... Uh, she, Debbie Wasserman Schultz was the DNC head before her, and she apparently signed a deal with Robbie Mook, who was uh, campaign one of the campaign managers for Clinton, that allowed Clintons to raise money, and it would not go to the DNC. It would go directly to the Clinton campaign during the primaries yeah. uh, to Even this thing called the Hillary been... Vi- Victory Fund. And remind you, this is when, when Bernie and there was that other guy, Mike uh, O'Malley, the O'Malley guy, he was in there also. Uh, so they were funneling money to the Clinton campaign uh, instead of the to the DNC where that money... Sh- it could have gone to anybody who won, but it's clear they all knew that Hillary. It was it, it was in the bag for Hillary already, so they were just sending the money directly to her. Uh, yeah. Again, there was a little bit of money laundering going on because they were sending it through the DNC to the Hillary Clinton campaign, and then she was sending some of, some of the money back to the DNC. Uh, yeah. The book is they were doing this thing where the there was a, a maximum of... amount of donations that certain people could give, and so they would give um, the maximum amount they could to the DNC, and then they would give more to the Hillary Victory Fund, where they could give hundreds of thousands of dollars. That would go to the Hillary Clinton campaign and then go back to the DNC. So uh, they were kind of breaking campaign finance laws as well. Uh, this is all according to... Donna Brazil, like we said, uh, and she actually released a doc- the document that uh, Wasserman Schultz and Mook signed to set up this whole thing. They actually wrote it out and signed it. It wasn't like a, sp- sp- you know, 
backroom spoken deal. They actually wrote up a thing about this. So there's proof of all of this. Um, and I guess this just proves what we've been saying all along, but it's not anything new since we kind of already knew this was all happening. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. sort of been solidified. Confirmed. Somebody's yeah, somebody's yeah. come out and said, "Look, I I was here. I was having to." Well, this whole article's about her having to ring up Bernie Sanders and explain yeah. it, isn't it? The way yeah, that she's... and it's a really interesting read. The book is called "Hacks: the Inside Story of the Break-ins and Breakdowns That Put Donald Trump in the White House." I have this high on my list of books I really want to read. This right, this lady. Really... Sorry, go ahead. No, it was really, really uh, interesting. This article that yeah. she wrote. She's gonna make a lot of money on this book. That's the thing. Uh, yeah. This that definitely one of the reasons she came out with this. Um, and I think one of the other reasons is we did all this stuff la- the last few weeks about uh, the money laundering going on with the Podestas and Russia and. Manafort and all these other people that are all connected to different things that include being connected to uh, the Clinton Foundation and things like that. And I think I think there are more indictments coming down, and I think she is trying to separate herself from that. She is escaping the ship, you know what I mean, as it's sinking. And this yeah. is a way to separate herself and say, hey, you know, yeah, I did that thing where I gave the questions to the people, but I wasn't involved in any of this mm. other nefarious stuff that I'm going to I'm going to even put it in my book and say, "Hey, I didn't know about that." Um, yeah. so it's a way to so cover it'd be her a whistleblower. Own butt. Yeah. Be a whistleblower rather than somebody who has the whistle blown on them. Being Which, the WikiLeaks. <laughs> I I commend her for that, but she also did yeah. she did bad things in the past, so I can't really commend her on her time as uh, the DNC chair or anything. That's not something I'm going to do, but uh, in this case, she did something uh, that seems fairly... uh, What's a good word for it? Admirable. But in the last couple days, she was on a few news shows, including CBS Today, I think it was, and um, The View... You know, with Whoopi Goldberg, <laughs> and she said she basically backtracked on all of this, even though she wrote this article. <laughs> she said, oh, really? "Oh, I didn't say. I never said. I never said rigged. That's what she said." Uh, yeah. Uh, even she though just the, explained how it was rigged rather than saying it was rigged. Uh, yeah, kind of. But she also is saying, "Oh, I like Hillary Clinton. I I don't have anything against them." And even go and look up the CBS Today interview with Donna Brazil. It's on YouTube, and the. People interviewing her are like, what are you talking about? <laughs> You're going against everything you wrote in your book. And in like the one lady's like, I've read your book. You know that, right? <laughs> like, uh, she definitely got a talking to. I'm sure it didn't. She probably lost some fr- like very powerful friends doing this. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Possibly made some very powerful em- enemies as well. So, uh, yeah, she's. Ho- I, I hopefully it, in that way I hope she makes ten million dollars on this book. So it sounds like she might need to. But yeah, we've been saying this all along. Right. I think is the point. Uh, and we there's been proof and proof and proof, including the WikiLeaks emails and other things that have come out. Oh, that's my phone. And <laughs> <laughs> why it was me? <laughs> right? I had assumed it was Fro. <laughs> Yeah, finally it was me, for once. 
I usually don't have my phone on, but I was gone all weekend out of town, and so I actually had my phone on right now. Um, but, uh, yeah, this is just, kind of, I wouldn't say it's the nail in the coffin for this whole thing, but it definitely, I feel, I felt vindicated for a while, like, I know this is true, and now when Donna Brazil, the ex-head of the DNC, comes out and says it, I go, who cannot believe it now? But there are still p- people who are going, oh no, that, it, this is their excuse. Well, Hillary was just raising money for the DNC since Obama uh, totally depleted all the money from the DNC. It was broke. And so Hillary w- was helping them. So Hillary's the good guy mm. in this situation. That's their Yeah, that's, that's how their this, spin. Is, yeah. this starts off, isn't it? It's sort of saying, you know, Obama ruined it, used all the money, got them into lots of debt. So then the Hillary side of it sorted that out and paid loads of money back into it. But then because of that, everything had to go through them, even though she wasn't a candidate yet. Including the money, which they were funneling yeah. from one place to another, very money laundering esque. Um, so yeah, uh, they there's some serious. Nobody will get in trouble for this. That's the whole problem. Is like nobody will get in any trouble for any of this, and that's really bad. But since we've been talking about this for so long, let's go to this video and check it out. Yeah, because. We are going to watch a video from 2015. Right, December and 2015. Uh, and if you read in the article, sorry, from this, uh, yeah. the document that they signed to basically collude with the DNC with the Hillary Clinton campaign to make basically give them complete control of the DNC, the Hillary Clinton campaign complete control of the DNC, was signed in August. The video we're going to watch is from... December of 2015. So only a few months afterwards. So. Yeah, have you, you both have it up? Yep. It's just loading. Well, I'll do a little explanation. So this is from a press conference, if people remember, back in, um, like I said, 2015, when there was a huge controversy because the DNC took away access of the voter files from the Bernie Sanders campaign and then accused them of not investigating it, even though they couldn't investigate it because they didn't have access to the voter files to begin with. Uh, So let's go ahead and play this. Give us a countdown, Fro. In three, two, one, play. We have very, very high ethical standards in this campaign, right? Bernie Sanders is a different kind of candidate. We're running a campaign to transform America. The most America. important part so people is right who, who at work the end on this campaign of, have to understand that even the appearance okay. of something that's not right is too much. And so we did let that staffer go. I think that was a clear signal that we take this very, very seriously, both with respect to our data and other people's data. We will certainly not use anybody else's data or retain anybody else's data. Uh, the, the DNC is clearly acting in a heavy-handed way, uh, in an unprecedented way. I would like to see another instance where a presidential campaign uh, had their data. Sh- Withheld their own data, withheld under, under similar circumstances. So, excuse me. Two months ago, we found out when we were downloading some of our data that it was dumping a bunch of other campaigns' data along with ours, which clearly indicated that the firewall between the campaigns was ineffective. Right? We immediately segregated that information at our vendor, put it in a put it in a uh, password protected file. 
uh, so that we could document that in fact there had been a breach because we were very concerned that large amounts of our own data was being downloaded and we contacted the DNC to remedy the situation. They assured us, we run down here to all of you all, we, we, we talked to them and we, that we were assured that this was going to be taken care of. But apparently they are not competent in terms of maintaining the security of data between wow. the campaigns. There, now he's asking, What's that? Uh, is the Clinton campaign working with the DNC? You're not going to be able to hear it very well. So. Sure. All I, all, look, all I can tell you, I don't know the motivation of every single person over the DNC, but I think if you look at a pattern of conduct, we've obviously had concern about the, uh, you know, the Saturday night debate schedule and its impact on the ability of campaigns to get their message out. Um, clearly, there's, a, a, in this case, it looks like they are trying to help uh, the Clinton campaign. Uh, you know, we're taking on the establishment, and I'm sure there are people within the Democratic establishment who are not happy about the uh, overwhelming success that Senator Sanders <laughs> is having all across this country. But we are determined to win this campaign, and we're going to win this campaign by talking about the issues uh, that are important to the American people. To do that, we need our data, which has been stolen by the DNC. That's mm. what we want back. Thank you all. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. He said stolen by the DNC. Right. Well, yeah, yeah they totally froze their data at that time. Uh, yeah, and it did end up getting unfrozen. But he, the biggest thing that he said there was that he said uh, they are clearly uh, favoring Hillary Clinton, which they yeah. knew in 2015. The Bernie Sanders campaign did so. Yeah, so that they could tell that the other side were getting their information. Right back then I as mean, well, they'd been frozen out, and the other guys had got it. Not only that, he also mentioned the debate schedule, which we talked a lot about in the past, where. The debates were set at these times where nobody would be watching. Uh, it was like the day before Christmas, I think, was one, and like on the weekend before the Super Bowl or something. So uh, there were some ridiculous shenanigans when it came to the scheduling of the debates as well, uh, which everybody knew at the time. And this is just an example. It, the whole thing is this was from 2015. People knew it then. Uh, this is coming out now from Donna Brazil, but it's not something we didn't know already. It's just confirmation that we that it's true now, right. and that all those people yeah. that called me a conspiracy theory, and then you're oh you're just crazy, you don't know what you're talking about. They would never do that. Well, they did. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go to the Paradise Paper. Uh, this is from NPR. Uh, the Paradise Paper uh, revelation springs from leaked records of world's wealthy. Uh, U.S. Commissaire Secretary Wilbur Ross, Britain's Queen Elizabeth, and the key ally to uh, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is, are among the 120 and powerful people mentioned in the Paradise Paper, a new release of data offshore tax seven and obscure final de uh, dealings. And the Paradise Papers is a massive throw of 13.4 million records. Listen to that. That's 13.4 million records. Right. Holy shit. They Going a, from the 50s. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, which many were leaked from our offshore uh, law firm Appleby, which was founded more than 100 years ago, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and operates uh, ranging from Bermuda and the Cayman Island to the Isle of Man, um, mysterious Shanghai and Hong Kong, reflecting uh, of loan deals, financial statements, emails, and other documents. 
The data reveals how specially firms handle the money of wealthy individuals, families, and corporations. Yeah, it's basically, yeah. it's all come out that they yeah. there are these corporations that solely work on dealing with putting people's money in offshore tax havens, which everybody's known about, but now there's sort of, but, it's been leaked. This is the leak of all their information. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Some some 380 journalists collaborated to unreal the connections in the Paradise Papers. Right. Nearly 1.5 terabytes of data. That is enormously so much. much. Even with data. that many people looking over it, it would still take forever to look at that much data. Yeah. Forever. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Thing came out. Uh, Bernie Sanders said something about this uh, article in the Hill. He he said to an, a Hill reporter, "The major issue of our time is the rapid movement toward international oligarchy, in which a mm-hmm. handful of billionaires own and control a significant part of the global economy." The Paradise Papers show how these billionaires and multinational corporations get richer by hiding their wealth and profits and avoid paying their fair share of taxes. So that's from Bernie Sanders. Uh, he calls America an oligarchy already, and now he's pointing out there is an international oligarchy. Uh, this, if you go online, you go on YouTube, and you look up NWO or Illuminati or you know uh, Skull and Bones, these kind of things. International oligarchy that we're talking about right here is the real NWO. You know what I mean? This is the real yep. people yeah. who yep. control the world. Yep. Yeah, yeah, they're the ones that yep. you control the money, therefore you control the world, and with them not paying taxes, it is making the difference between the rich and poor even greater and bringing the countries that they live in down quite a few pegs because you end up with you right. know tax deficits and things where we should be should be all right you should you know you're living in a country with lots of billionaires but most of them are hiding their money and not paying the taxes they should be and apple was heavily oh. implicated in this uh Apple was, of course, as far as companies go, was uh, the yeah. one, the company that was most implicated uh, throughout these Paradise Papers. And if you go back, this kind of, um, if you remember the Panama Papers, it was about the exact same thing, just in a different area of the world. And this is, yeah. um, this is this. So this is not just happening in this scenario, or in the Panama. There's probably it's happening even more in other places. I mean, there are no. I wouldn't be surprised if sooner than later we get some kind of like pan Asian papers where it's just that, you know, that part of the, that, that area of the Asian continent where it's incredibly rich, uh, where they have their own tax havens and whatnot. So, yeah, it's basically showing that it's not just one small place that some people are sending their things to. It's, it's happening everywhere. And there are loads of tax havens from different countries in different places right and this is probably what it, it when it comes to seeing people mar- march for certain things and march for this and march for that march against trump march for women's rights like those are important but this is what is really killing everything and making everything bad this is yeah. the kind of thing that made people so fed up they would vote for a guy like trump is this so. yeah 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 uh, it's it's super important that it get, gets out it's it's uh it's tremendously work uh, of those 380 people. Oh, yeah. I, I, I salute them. I salute them with my biggest regards. Right, Looking especially since... Oh. So, 
Yeah, Go no, ahead. looking over so much papers, it's it's like it's impossible to get through. And especially since the woman who released the Panama Papers was just recently murdered um, in her yep. in, in her hometown. So uh, oh, really? mysteriously, yep. yes. Oh. Yeah. It's always mysterious when rich people are involved. Uh, oh. oh, how mysterious hey. this not very mysterious thing is. Yeah. Hey, Tilly, if I say Norway, what's the first thing you think of? Uh, cold. Okay. Do you think of air earthquakes if I say Norway? No, I don't think I've ever seen reports previously of any Norwegian earthquakes. No, me neither. People in Bergen area felt an unusual sensation this morning. An earthquake reaching 3.8 on Richter scale. Isn't that quite high on the Richter scale? I think it goes to yeah, 6. Yeah, it's... It's um, the top end of the minor rating. Right. Yeah. The epicenter of Norway's quake was registered uh, just west of Agarn, Iceland, a group uh, southwest of the Scandinavian country, uh, reports newspaper Bergenstima. The earthquake recorded uh, 9.46 on Tuesday, Especially the strength of 3.8, like I said, according to uh, the newspaper report. According to the scale, uh, a rating 3.8 puts the quake up uh, on its uh, upper end of its minor rating, meaning it's unlikely to cause damage, but uh, can be felt by people as well as cause uh, indoor objects to shake. Okay, so... The quake, it sounds a bit uh, like the one we had in the UK quite a few years ago. Yeah. The quake, Small enough to not uh, be dangerous, but big enough for everybody to go, whoa, yeah. what was that? <laughs> Can it easily be felt, said uh, senior engineer Berit Stolheim of the University of Bergen Department uh, of uh, Earth Science, called Verdenskang. We that have, is, uh, I didn't think about it, yeah. but we should have written to Tron and seen if he felt this or not. Uh, yeah, we yeah. should. We should. Ask Maybe him, for, yeah. I'll try to remember for next week. I'll write that down. Yeah. I like the little quote that's here from um, yeah. a woman called Natalie something. I don't know how you pronounce that last name. Today. Today. Her. She said, the whole yeah. house shook. I have a baby who was sleeping and he woke up and started laughing. <laughs> yeah. I love that. He woke up like, ah, <laughs> yeah. this is fun. What's going on? Yeah. I've only ever felt one earthquake but, in my entire life, and it was, like, so small that uh, it was everybody in the... There was, like, five or six of us in the room when it happened, and I remember looking at everybody and going, what? Did the did the chair just shake? What happened? It was like nobody <laughs> knew it was an earthquake at all. Yeah. yeah. And we had one that okay. happened really early in the morning, and I woke up... And, well, it woke me up, and my wardrobe doors were shaking, and like, the bed was shaking, mm. and I just grabbed hold of my partner at the time, I was like, oh, what's going on? And he used to live in America, and he'd felt earthquakes before, he's like, it's, it's fine, it's just an earthquake, like, we're in England, this is not okay! <laughs> but it was fine, mm. nothing, you know, it wasn't enough for anything to fall over or anything, it was just the weirdest experience. Right. 
By the way, Nordics failed to win that crown as the world's best English speakers. We're beaten by the Germans. Just so you know. Oh. Those pesky Germans. I guess some other news we didn't have on our news that we didn't talk about. There was another mass shooting in, in Texas. We're not really going to go into it yeah. huge, but that yeah. happened. Uh, they released yeah. a Facebook, uh, the Facebook posts that were from Russia. There was a bunch of memes. Yeah. Did you see the memes? Yeah. No. Yeah. Go look up the memes. There's a kind of funny one where it's like uh, Jesus fighting uh, the Satan, and it says if if you vote for mm-hmm. Trump or if you vote for Hillary, Satan wins or something like that. It was ridiculous. It's really mm-hmm. silly. Uh, those are out there. They're kind of funny. Not not really huge news though. Oh, one other oh, thing. Stephen Hawkins, uh, Stephen Hawking, uh, warned about AI and said it would take over the world again. All right, continue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, Spain. <laughs> Spain. 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 Yes, that's my Spanish uh, uh, impression. Just uh, warning you for the game later. Uh, oh, Spain. Yeah. Yes, I'm giving you clues. Uh, Spain issues arrest warrant for Catalan leader. Of course they do. Because fucking morons. That's why. Yeah, right, they've because... arrested some politicians, haven't they? It's just yeah, he managed to get out of Dodge. Yeah, we talked about this last but, uh, week. Uh, him and his cabinet so... escaped to Brussels. Oh. Right. Yeah. And this is so... Uh, like, checking the clock. Are we in the 90s, 60s, 40s? Like, this is... A little like German it's quite medieval. Time. This is so I, I'm so fed up with this news. Like I think Spain is being incredibly unmature about this. Sure, right. It is yeah. It is so incredibly Oh It just stupid. does make me think like in my mind I go instantly to American Civil War. Like, what if nowadays the South, or even, let's just say Texas, because it's more like mm, equivalent to what we're talking about here in Spain. If just Texas went, you know, we're going to secede from America, uh, would our government just go, all right, yeah, that's cool. Or would they, you know, do what Spain did here? And I would have to probably guess they would do what Spain did here. I don't know. What do you guys think about in your countries if something like that happened? Uh, I wouldn't have any Shane share in Norway. Norway would just say, okay, move. I think we'd, because we've had, uh, there was a vote for Scottish independence. Yeah. Which is very similar. And we've Mm -hmm. just sort of gone, you know, we'd prefer it if you didn't leave. It's going to screw us over quite a lot because, you know, money and things. But it's your decision. Luckily, it was a very close vote and they voted to stay with us. But, um,. That could yeah, have totally happened in this situation if they would have just allowed the vote to happen, but they yeah, didn't. Yeah, if done, if done properly, and that's the thing, is that they weren't allowed to do it properly. Therefore, they can say that the Catalan leader is a traitor and that he needs to be imprisoned and all the rest of it. But luckily, Belgium is stepping in because he's in Belgium. Belgium is stepping in and they're deciding whether he should be extradited or not. Rather than just say mm-hmm. going by Spanish law, they're doing it by Belgian law, which right. a lot of people feel is much fairer than what Spain's saying, basically. So it's kind of like, mm. I don't know, you, 
your parents are telling you that you're not allowed to move out because you're too young, but you're 20, so you go to your uncle's house because your <laughs> uncle's yeah. a bit more level-headed. Right. Totally. <laughs> and he can come in and be like, right, okay, right, listen, just let's all sit down and talk about this. It's, it's ridiculous. Let's move on to uh, what I would call pyramid news. Uh, uh, and I'm not talking about pyramid schemes. <laughs> uh, I'm talking about a big void identified in Kofu's Great Pyramid at Giza. I didn't know there was pyramids in Giza, to be completely honest with you. <laughs> what? Uh, I, yes, you did. No. You absolutely no, must have. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. Good. You sounded really, really... Like no, you were no, telling no, no. the truth I, then. <laughs> oh, no, I was in I was in Egypt for my honeymoon, so. Oh yeah, that's oh, right. That was yeah. the reason why. Right. Yeah. So. Did you ha- did you get a KFC overlooking the pyramids? No. Oh, should have done. No. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, this is uh, the mistress of the pyramids has deepened with discovery of what appears to be a giant world in, within the Kofu or Kiops mon- monument in Egypt. So we see, we see uh, a graph of the Great Pyramid. Uh, and I've been inside one of those pyramids, and it was the worst thing i ever done in my entire fucking wi- uh, life. I got... Claustrophobic inside. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I can imagine <laughs> that, that being the case. I've been down in deep yep, caves, and it's like you'd be down there for a little bit, and it's fine. But then it after a while, so it, it gets it gets worse. Yeah. It was so fucking hot. It was. Oh, yeah, I suppose being in in the it's, desert in Egypt as well. Right, it's Egypt. Yeah. And it was in the middle of summer. Who goes yeah, to Egypt anyway. in the summer, you fool? Uh, me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this big void, it's pretty big. Uh, if you look at the pyramid, it's about Wait, 10% of the pyramid. Well, it, compared to the other openings, yeah. it definitely a lar- it's just as large as some, and maybe three quarters as large as the next biggest one. So yeah. I would say yeah, very large. I, I've yeah. been... I've been to the Grand Gallery, where it says the Grand Gallery. I was in the King's Chamber. Right. So you could I fit quite a few of the King's in, Chambers in the in the void, couldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's pretty, like, you could fit, like, maybe one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten King's Chambers into the void, maybe. Yeah, so it's a... I'm guessing the king's chamber's not small either. No, no. I could no. stand. I could stand within there. Yeah, and so it's a it's a big old hole. Yeah. Right, and they can't access it in any way because I guess, like oh. in the past, the way they got into these other areas is we weren't as maybe yeah. um, tactile yeah. as we used to be. I think a scientist yeah. from England went in and just blew holes in the side yeah, of it with, with dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, now they want to to get in there and look around. They want to use robots. Here at the very end, yeah. uh, our concept is to dr- drill a very small hole to potentially explore the monument like this. We aim to have robots that could fit into a three centimeter hole. Uh, basically, we're working on flying robots. 
So some kind of like very small flying robot. I think that's cool. Like the little bumblebee yeah. robots that I don't know if they've been rumored or if somebody just thought they'd be a good idea or if they've been trying to make them like the little bumblebee drones. Right. Bumblebee. I mean, you look at the picture, the graph of it, and it seems like there's a shaft that goes right through it. So couldn't they just send a robot in there? But maybe that void is <laughs> in front or behind that shaft. You know what I mean? I can't tell, tell yeah. by the picture, but it just seems like that might be an option. It could be. Hey, they could do you want... be closed up. Oh, sorry. sorry. Yeah. Hey, do you want gun loss? Look, you are an American. You hate gun loss. You don't want gun loss at all, do you? I'm for gun regulation for sure. Uh, I what? Mean, the, the... What? You're not American then. Oh, that's, tr <laughs> that's true. I don't oh, think God. we should just take all guns away from everybody, but I do think that we need to increase our gun laws to... Uh, there are things that we need to do. We'll just say that. Yeah, definitely. And uh, Tron is going to tell the truth about gun laws. This is Tron where Tron tells the truth. Somebody says that it's too early to talk about the shootings in Texas. Well, what about those in Dallas? But every time a big shooting happens in the United States, it's always too e early. Always too early. Well... I can see now that Senator Ted Cruz had visited the victims, so so early it cannot be anyway. But it's always too early to talk about gun laws. Talk about anything else among the shootings, it's okay. I really was glad for one thing about the shooting. I was very glad it was the Muslim who did it. Because then we had quite another debate. But I'm not going to talk about Muslims today. I'm going to talk about the gun laws. I'm going to talk about your gun culture again. Charlton Heston said many years ago that on my dead blood daddy hands or something bullshit like that, if you said that in a sane country with sane people, I mean adult people, in countries where you have adult conservatives, because in Norway we have adult conservatives, a lot of them really, people who believe in science, believe the world is round and older than 6,000 years, you mean people who have a brain, we don't see among American conservatives, and sometimes not so much about many people in the Democratic Party either. But what happened in the United States, you know, in Texas, going to happen again and again and again and again? Because for you, money means more than having good gun laws. Whenever you can make money on something, you cannot discuss discuss it. You can't people are making money on guns, then you cannot have a debate about insane people should buy them. Because that's conservatives worse of being against capitalism. You can talk pa pa capitalism in two ways. And this, this is the main difference. It's not capitalism and communism. It's the people who see capitalism as a tool and those people who see capitalism as a, as a religion. Conservatives are always the most religion, and for them, religion stands over everything. There's going to happen things that happened in Texas again and again and again, and that's going to happen because conservatives people will let it happen. It's because Republicans will let it happen, and NRA will let it happen. It's all your fault. This is your fault of it. The victims should be angry at the government and the politicians who decide this is okay. They should be 
hard on everyone who's for the day's gun laws. Because I'm not going to be soft on anything, and nobody shall be. Every time this happens, we should remind who fault it is. Who is responsible for everyone, sane idiot, unsane idiot, can get a gun. This was John, where John tells the truth. Have a nice day. Oh God, my dad was saying that he wants to teach my son how to shoot a gun. Uh, I said no. I was like, you can take him fishing and things like yeah. that. But I don't, I don't, I don't see know. the need. I think it's better to know how to use it and not need to use one than to not know how to use it and uh, need to use one, maybe? You know what I mean? Uh, and yeah, maybe. I, I, th- I know people... Yeah, but using a gun, like we've talked... Me and Fro disagree on this, but using a gun at a target range doesn't make you a n- not a pacifist. Uh, uh, only hurting, I mean, pacifism to has to do with hurting, hurting other people. It doesn't have to do with... Yeah, yeah, yeah. in my... I just think they're, they're too dangerous to play with. Yeah. Uh, I okay. don't know. It's like uh, some people are just terrified of guns because they don't have a concept of them because they've never held one, they've never seen one in real life, they've never used one. And I'm less afraid of guns because I have used them a lot in the past. Yeah. Uh, and well, I understand. I, could, I, I have re- rifle at seven. I have respect for their power and things like that. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's a give and take. Uh, we have an email address. It's another digital citizen at gmail.com. It's another digital citizen at gmail.com. Or as still as I said. Another digital citizen at gmail.com. Sounds posher in British. Yeah, I also do my talking properly voice when I say yeah, it so people can hear properly. what it is. I'll talk yeah. correctly. Talk correctly. <laughs> Have we gotten any emails? Uh, no, we did not. No. We Dear have me. a Facebook page too. There tends to be things on the yeah. Facebook page. We get more of that than we do emails. And it's open now. Yay! Oh. Open to everybody. Uh, Bring your friends. So, Luke, it's week two of uh, our segment, Soda Advent Calendar. Are we are we ready? Yes, Xmas more Xmas soda. Xmas or soda? Uh, what is this soda called? Uh, are you asking me? I don't I don't know. Yeah, you have a picture of it. Okay. Oh right, I gotta go. Um, which one's the name of it? The top or the one that's on the sled? Uh, both. Uh. Oh, Jules Bruce. Uh, it's ah. a little hard to uh, Hammer Lilyhammer Brigiri? Brigiri? Yeah, Brigiri. Yeah, that's a good yeah, that's one. That's pretty close. It's Santa's. Oh, my... Yeah. Sorry, I was saying it's Santa's face. Uh, oh, or is he just in the middle of the word? Uh, yeah, no, a little it's... of both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's open this. And the uh, the cover, or not the cover, the graphics on this soda bottle, because I have a picture of it here, are very cool. Uh, Santa on a sled with, like, toys in the back and a horse, a very cartoony horse and a very cartoony Gosh. Santa. His hands are clearly 
way too big oven for mitts. his body. Yeah. He's wearing oven mitts, and he's and he, really thin. <laughs> and he looks really maybe drunk because he's red faced. Like he's really drunk, maybe. He's definitely oh, got pirate smells... eye. Oh, this smells good. What oh. does it smell like? It smells like we talked uh, about last week. We talked about that, like every Christmas soda uh, <laughs> we are going to taste in this test is going to smell like raspberries. Well, and it, smells... it, we could get one that tastes like raspberries and doesn't smell like ra- raspberries. Who knows? But this one does. Right. right. Oh, we oh, should this mention so this was the winner of last year's Xmas soda yes. contest in Norway. Right, Fro? Right, right. right. And this is the local... This is the local uh, soda, so I, I, I will admit I have tasted it before, not this year, but uh, last year. And it smells, it doesn't, uh, you remember last time we, when we talked about the last Christmas soda, that smelled more fresh raspberry than this smells. Fresh oh, raspberry. okay. This, this is uh, more uh, secluded, a little... Uh, less smell, I would say, than the other one. Okay. Um, okay, but does it smell more natural? Because last week you said that one was super chemically. Yeah, it smells more naturally, but it smells less. Well, yeah, I, chemical smell is, yeah. you know, yeah. that chemical flavoring is always going to be stronger. How many ounces is the bottle? Mm-hmm. Or... One and a half liter. Okay. Okay, let's take... Sip. Mm. Oh, this is good. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is good. This tastes uh, like fresh raspberries. Uh, a little. Uh, it's. It tastes Christmas. It tastes Christmas soda. Like right. if 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 I had the perfect Christmas soda in front of me, this. This is like this is the standard I want it on. Right. No aftertaste. You you remember last time mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> when the aftertaste was horrible. <laughs> it doesn't have any aftertaste at all. I'm a little disappointed in in uh, to be a little cri- uh, critic. I'm a little uh, disappointed of uh, how fast uh, the taste. Uh, disappears from your tongue where the last time it was there for fucking ages because of the chemicals this kind of dissolves the the taste a little too fast yeah I mean if the smell is less then yeah but that also probably means the flavor it might have more natural flavors uh, yeah which could be a good so probably better for you what if you compare this to what you taste the one you tasted last year uh, it's a hard. It's hard comparison to compare something you tasted a year ago, but is yeah. this better or worse than last year's? Uh, no, it, it's it's the. It, I think it's better. Oh, okay. Uh, and it won last it, year, so that's saying a lot. I think I think uh, uh, they gotten rid of uh, some of the uh aftertaste that i i felt they had uh, a stronger aftertaste last year yeah um but also it is a little like this the more i drink of it the longer the aftertaste is in my mouth 
I was going to say that maybe you just need to drink yeah. sort of more of it because there's it's less concentrated. But the more you um, drink, you probably taste it, and you'll probably burp yeah. and taste it as well. The last last time I said that it was too much carbonation. This is just perfect. The the carbonation is is uh, on par with uh, the glass bottles. Uh, I like the glass bottles better better because it's it it, it gets let let's uh, deafen as uh, as you drink where the uh, uh, glass bottles and uh, no, all the the plastic bottles have a tendency to uh, get rid of uh, a little too fast uh, for my taste the uh, the carbonation in the in in no. the soda especially would... when it's in a one and a half liter. I yeah. think glass bottles just taste better because they don't. You don't get any like uh, plastic bottles. Sometimes you'll have a slight plasticky taste where glass doesn't yeah. do that. Right. Yeah. Def- no. Everything tastes better out of a glass bottle. But, uh, All right. Before you do a score, um, yeah. Make sure you don't have any bias because this is Fro's hometown soda. But go ahead and give us a score. For I don't know. I will give this a five. Out of six. Uh, out of six. Uh, because, uh, like I said, I think it is a little too soft on the aftertaste. The aftertaste stays in your mouth more that that you drink, but you have to drink a little. Uh, like I'm a little disappointed uh, of that the aftertaste isn't longer in my mouth. Other yeah. than that, I would say it's a damn, and then a little weak on the smell as well. Also takes it a little down. Mm-hmm. I wish it had more smell. So I'm I'm going to be really critical and say a five. Still a good score. Yeah. Yeah. Better than Especially last week. Really critical. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> last week's got the one killer. <laughs> Whoa. Mm-hmm. There was Not one point Fro took one. a drink of it and he just went, Ugh. <laughs> 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 Yeah. So that is uh, the test this week. Hey, we uh, have a TV round, but before we do the TV round, I have some uh, news. And uh, as you know, it's never too early with Eurovision talk. So you guys are going to be uh, happy, especially if you love Eurovision talk. Mm. It's mm-hmm. my favorite time of year. <laughs> Although <laughs> I did find Svala paper last year. So yes, maybe I don't true. hate it as much as I thought I did. But I, I don't I get drunk anymore, so I don't know if that's going to happen again this year. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? So uh, Portugal uh, is going to keep it, and they now announced uh, the slogan. And the slogan is all aboard. Okay. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I think it's a shit, shit slogan. <laughs> well, yeah, it's not the Eurovision train. Or the oh, I train. was thinking boat oh. for some reason. I was thinking Alicia Fox yeah. was running Eurovision this year because she's the captain. <laughs> but uh, it's it's just so... Uh, uh, what did you think about the logo? It looks like a shell inside of a yellow thing that's inside of a other thing. I thought it looked very similar to what we saw last year, but maybe that's just me. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I can't remember um, what it looks like. Let me find the picture again. <laughs> but uh, we have uh, now it's announced which countries that is uh, going to come. And there's 42 uh, petitions. And uh, I will go through it really fast. It's Albania, Armenia, Australia, Austria, Azerbaijan, Belarus, Belgium, Bulgaria, Croatia, Cyprus, Czech Republic, Denmark, Estonia, Finland, France, Germany, Georgia, Greece, Hungary, Iceland, Ireland, Israel, Italy, Litvia, Litauen, uh, Malta, Moldova, Montenegro, the Netherlands, Norway, Poland, Portugal, Romania, Russia, Santa Marino, Serbia, Slovenia, Slovenia, Spain, Sweden, Switzerland, Ukraine, and the United Kingdom. I wonder if Russia uh, will be allowed this time. <laughs> yes, they have said that they will come and they will, but this, it's in Portugal. Like, nobody hates Portugal. That's that is true. I love Portugal. Yeah. Yeah. I've only been three times, but it's more than I've been to any other country that isn't where I live. <laughs> so uh, the semi-finalist of the Eurovision Song Contest will take uh, hold of Thursday and uh, Tuesday, sorry, and Thursday the eighth and tenth of March, and the grand final will be Saturday the twelfth of May. I said See, March. I yeah. I said Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, it's Tuesday 8th and 10th of May, sorry, not March. Wow, I'll and, be a uh, mum by uh, then. Yeah. I'll be in charge of a human being by then. Right. Why do they tell us about it all now? <laughs> I'm because... only halfway through my pregnancy and I'll be, it'll be born by then. It'll be a month old. Yeah. 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 So that's I'm guessing there's a lot of planning that goes into getting all these countries together. Yeah. That's probably why. <laughs> probably yeah, a but we bit always of start talking about it now. <laughs> so we get like... Oh, that's because we have Fro here. <laughs> if Fro wasn't here, we wouldn't be talking about this right now. But. <laughs> oh, oh, I know that. <laughs> what? What are you saying? <laughs> you make me aware of things I do not wish to be aware of. <laughs> now let's talk more about my cervix. <laughs> <laughs> Eurovision beat cervix. <laughs> Ow, that hurt. Uh, oh my god, that's funny. Yeah, so uh, you're looking forward to this, of course. Woohoo! <laughs> I love that you even can go so far to fake that you're interested in this. I'm not a liar. Have you <laughs> uh, but uh, hey, Luke, have you seen anything on TV this week? Uh, yeah, I saw some things. Um, first thing, I don't know if you guys noticed or if this is just for me or something. Let me check again. But on YouTube, have your guys' subscription, uh, the sidebar of your subscriptions on YouTube changed at all? Have you noticed this? Yes. Yes. Okay. I. I don't go on enough to notice. Okay. they For some reason, you're not allowed to sort your subscriptions by yeah. recent updates. By uh, recent updates. And or it's you, used to do a, you used to be able to do A to Z or uh, most relevant or most recent, I think is what the three were. And now, 
as far yeah. as I can tell, it just is most relevant. Yeah. Oh, wait, now, I, okay, this is strange, Fro, because I just went in here, and now it looks like it's doing who has the most... Really? Yeah, I think today it's changed, because now I'm seeing Ooh. the top one has 37 and the bottom one has one new video. So I think it's sorting by who has oh. the most new videos now. So they're messing ah. with the subscriptions in YouTube this week. Yeah. That, that's the most yeah. important thing. Another thing that I saw, believe it or not, remember we did Shut Eye? Yes. It's getting a season two. Well, I know. I know. I was like, this is not real. I know. But it's coming out December yeah. 6th. If anybody is interested, I don't know. I might check out one episode. Um, mm. I like the, the doing. End, right. The, the very end, if you remember, Fro, with the twist was yeah. very cool. And that could yeah. go into the this season. Really so. cool. Yeah, I don't know. I was not expecting a second season, though, for sure. Um, no. <laughs> Bi uh, Big Bang Theory moved days to the middle of the week last week, yep. which is not a good sign, yep. as we've said in the past for TV nope. shows. Generally means they're going to be canceled soon, but we will see, I suppose. Yep. Uh, mm -hmm. Young Sheldon came back with episode two. Did you see that, Fro? Yep. Tilly? Nope. Still not watched it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, the first episode came out a long time, like, a month and a half ago or whatever. Yeah, and that was okay. Right, and then this episode came out, and I thought it was still alright, but, um... Yeah. I don't know. It, it's, I'll keep watching the show. It's not something I'm gonna stop yeah. watching, so... But it's nothing like I'm no, all, you, know, you have to go see this or anything. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. And then the last thing I saw was episode one of Total Divas. Did we all see this? Yes. Yay! Fro talked a little about it last week, but I'll go into what I thought. Mm -hmm. um, I think when we talked, when we were doing uh, our discussion about pro wrestling and being a liberal, and we were talking about the women's division and kind of how they're using it for PR, this definitely yeah. felt PR in that respect, this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think this episode of Total Divas took back the women's rights movement maybe 10 years in, in, a, in an hour, somehow. <laughs> but... Uh, overall, it's still Total Divas. I I was halfway through the last season and just said F it and started uh, over again here in episode one, and I didn't I didn't miss anything, so. No, you don't. If you watch the wrestling, you don't miss much in Divas anyway. Especially yeah, I guess that's Total true. Bellas, because Bellas cover half of it. If you don't know definitely... with Nikki Bella, you know what's going on on Total Divas pretty much. Kind of. I mean, I, I like that uh, Nia Jax is in there now. Uh, she's actually an interesting mm -hmm. character, so I like that. Everything else is pretty much the same, and they're going right into the Women's Money in the Bank match next episode, which I guess could be interesting, especially since what you remember what how that ended with uh, yeah. Carmella. I wonder if they're going to show that the women are upset about the ending of that match or how they're going to portray that on Total Divas. I don't know. Yeah, I bet they're a bit. Now, hasn't Nia Jax left now? No, didn't she? I no, she, she just went out. on break. She took a break. Uh, well, right. She's apparently allowed to take break. breaks because she's The Rock's cousin, and she can kind of just do whatever she wants. <laughs> okay. <Yep. laughs> uh, and that was what I saw okay. this week. Oh, uh, my girlfriend got me to watch a new show this week. I never oh, watched this before. Uh, it's called Jane the Virgin. I've, uh, I've heard of it. Heard of yeah, I've heard of it, and I have not seen it. 
I didn't think I was going to like it. I really like it. Oh. It's kind of it's kind of uh, it's kind of goofy humor, and I like the humor in it. It's uh, silly as fuck, and uh, yeah, I'm almost through with the first season, and there's four seasons or something like that. See, the adverts uh, yeah. gave me a sort of ugly Betty vibe. Yeah, well, it's better than Ugly Betty. Oh. I didn't like Ugly Betty, to be honest. With you. Is it like female 40-year-old virgin? Is it anything like that? Like, what is this? I'm assuming it's about her trying no. to get laid. That's what it sounds like the show is going to be about. No, no, no. she actually uh, gets pregnant without being... Having ah, sex. okay. Got yes. it. Son of God. Uh, the doctor in in played it. Uh... <coughs> mm-hmm. All right, I went the other way with it, but yeah, now I understand. That's... Yes, it's a doctor mistake. Kind <laughs> of show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds plausible. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, just uh, I think I think actually Luke would like it if he gave it a chance. I'm not sure about you, huh. Tilly. It's a little too girly for Tilly. Yeah. <laughs> Just okay. Me and Luke. I love right. that. Yeah. Too girly for the girl on the podcast, but the boys all like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, it, rem- it reminded me like a little of of, uh, of Luke's kind of humor. That's why I'm yeah. Right. Uh, I have still haven't stopped watching Ghost Wars. Why the fuck am I still watching Ghost Wars? I'm actually Wars? happy because I uh, want to know where we're going. How how's it going? Like what's going on? I was interested in this, bro. I wanted now I because I'm not watching it now. I'm going. Am I missing anything? You know what I mean? Yeah. No. No. It's. Then I watched uh, Hall of Taskmaster season five because that's ended this week. Or last. I love Taskmaster. Have you seen what's coming out next from Taskmaster? No. It's like Taskmaster All-Stars. They're doing all of the winners Ooh. from all of the seasons so far are going against Oh, them. that's so cool. Oh, I know. Like, oh, that's going to be super cool. Very I'm going excited. to love that. Yeah. Uh, then I watched Raw and SmackDown. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, I watched something that I'm going to review tomorrow on Bill's podcast. That I'm going to talk about two seconds there. That wrestling because show? Guess what, ladies? Yes, that wrestling show. Because guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Guess what I saw this week? Uh, TNA. Bound for Glory. Oh, right. It's not called TNA anymore. <laughs> Sorry. It's not. <laughs> it's Impact Bound for Glory, Luke. Right. Same difference. Um, Big rumors coming out of that that they h- hired the audience or s- most some of the audience for the TV tapings they're shooting. They h- had to hire audience because they didn't have enough people or they didn't like the audience that was at the pay-per-view and that they <laughs> hired some of the people out of the crowd to break down the ring and chairs in the arena. So, not looking good well, afterwards or during it. <laughs> uh, afterwards, I believe. <laughs> See, I think that... I, I would go and watch an Impact thing if they paid me to. <laughs> I think it was like $13 an hour or something like $50 a day. Uh, yeah, that's what I was yeah. to understand. But they only that's... wanted people that were non-union and from 
uh, from Ottawa, which is where in Canada, which is where they were shooting it. So you yeah. wouldn't have been. Uh, able to. No, maybe if they come over to the UK. <laughs> That's uh, likely. I, I'm I'm going to give it a score because I saw it, and I've seen a lot of shit wrestling in my life, and there's a lot of shit storylines I've seen in my life. Uh, I remember we have a podcast that's called Not As Bad As Bad Fastlane. <laughs> this is better than... This is much, 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 much worse than Fastlane. Ooh. Like, this is this is atrociously bad. Like, there's one good match, maybe. If you really, really, really like shit matches. But yeah. I would rather be in one of the matches than see it again. <laughs> so. I knew it was happening, and I and I didn't even take the time to look it up or anything. I didn't. I did not care. So. No. Nope. Well, why would you? Really, what have you seen? I've seen. I've seen quite a lot because I've got last week's telly as well. But um, the major one is a new comedy on the BBC. With, can you remember um, the woman that plays Philomena Kunk that does the moments of wonder and she's interviews people but she's really stupid. The mm-hmm. character is that I got you both to watch. It's got her in it. Can't remember. I think her name's Diane Morgan. Maybe I might be wrong. But yeah, it's about a mum that is basically a worker. It's called Motherland. I should say that there's the pilot and all of the episodes from the first season have gone up on BBC iPlayer straight away they're doing a netflix now with it um and yeah it's basically about a, a working mom that's struggling with childcare and trying to manage work and get childcare and deal with the kids that she has to deal with and ends up with other people sort of lumbering their children on her and things um <coughs> she meets a mom that's sort of shunned by the other mums because she's single, so they think she's a slut. And, you know, she's very much kind of... If you're doing a kid's party, she's like, just chuck a pound in the room and just put a sign up on the wall that she says, find the pound. That's their game sorted. It's fine. Just, you know, don't bother cutting the cake. Just let them dig in with their fingers. Like, who cares? It's fine. Let's go and have a glass of wine. Right. And um, a stay-at-home dad, whose wife's always out working, and they're sort of... They sort of help this working mum through whatever she has to deal with she's obviously she gets very stressed it doesn't she's just not really got it in her to be one of those kind of mums if you know what i mean sure yeah and there's the um the snooty popular mum that everybody wants to be friends with who looks down her nose on everybody else i think and it's it's brilliant the pilot is hilarious i've only seen the first episode of um season one and that is funny but the the pilot is definitely if it's set in the, it sets the tone for everything, and it is, it even had Dick laughing, and it's about motherhood, which isn't really his bag. Right. So it's is quite, it a it's, si- sitcom? Sounds like a sitcom. Yeah. Or is, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, and it's uh, yeah, it's good. I like it. I will definitely be watching the rest of it when Dick gets back from the pub later. <laughs> um, also on the BBC, Louis Theroux's got a new. Um, yes. documentary is 
got his yes. his series is still going on, but there's Louis Theroux, my yeah. Scientology movie, which you know we know about Scientology, we know how crazy it is, but Louis yeah. Theroux goes and Me experiences. And I was going to say, Love is it. this old? I could swear this was from like yeah, last this year. Is yeah, it's it just came out on British TV. Ah, I see. Yeah, it's just been put up on the BBC iPlayer. Um, yeah, so I watched that. Um, I actually just last did, did, night watched an interview with Joe Rogan with Louis Thoreau about Scientology, which was also very interesting on YouTube. People can go check that out. Yeah. Ooh, I might have to have, have a look at that. that. Um, yeah. QI's back. We love that. Josh is still going on. And mm-hmm. Gunpowder, the three-part um, period drama series thing with Kit remember, Harrington. Remember, Yeah. Yep. And um, Liv Tyler. Really, really, really good. It's all about the gunpowder plot and uh, yep. Guy Fawkes, although we don't follow Guy Fawkes, we follow another Catholic guy. But right. Guy Fawkes is in it. Um, which very... Uh, I don't know how... I know a lot of it is historically accurate because it shows torture and um, how they were killed and things, you know, sort of hung, drawn and quartered and um, one woman gets squished to death, which the internet went crazy about because everybody's like, oh, my God, it's just past... It's on at nine o'clock or whatever. It's, the watershed's only just gone and you're showing this awful, horrible torture... But it's what really happened in the medieval times. It's what really happened to Catholics. They right. were being persecuted and they were... It it was awful. And, yeah, they show show quite a lot of it. It's sort of the BBC's little go of doing Game of Thrones type things. Especially with Kit Harrington being in it. Because, you know, he's very Game oh. of Thronesy. Yes. Um, One yeah. last thing. Uh, Do you have a last thing? One last thing, I'm going to have a moan about American Horror Story, my Roanoke Nightmare. Oh, I liked it. I liked it, but I did not like... Yes, the British accents that... Oh, my God, what the hell? Why? Why do it? I mean, I know they keep the same cast and everything, and fair dues, they've got to try and do British accents, but the actress woman in it didn't need to do a British accent. She didn't have to be British. Yeah. They could oh. get away with it with the butcher. But even the woman at the yeah. end. Hi, I've come all the way yeah. from London. But she sounded like she was from oh. bloody Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you did not come from London. She's like half Scottish, half Southern Belle. Oh, that really and, uh, did my head we in. Will, we will see how good people are with accents later. <laughs> Actually, oh. we're going to do that. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Sorry, I was just going to say, I know it's not TV, but um, I've not spoken about when I went to see Itch from the King Blues that was on the podcast oh, yeah. with us. How was that? It was amazing. I ended up getting ill because yeah. I caught a bug while I was there. But um, yeah. I got to talk to him beforehand and, um, and he gave me a big hug and everything. Him? And hmm? You reminded him where you've seen him before? Yes. Yes, and he he was sat behind a table selling his book and signing them. And when I said, like, I, I don't need to buy your book, I've already got it. And I just wanted to thank you in person for being on the podcast. He got up, came round and gave me a big hug. Oh, and, um, Yeah, and he didn't hug anybody else while we were there. Um, huh. And stood in, he, he was talking to me for ages. Um, and he's, he's such a nice guy. He really is. Oh, he definitely seemed was, like it. When we talked to him, he was super cool. Yeah. 
yeah. and his set goes through his whole career, the whole like 13 years that he's been doing music. And I had no idea of this, but in Australia, he was a one hit wonder where for uh-huh. a good couple of months, he was in the top 10 on the iTunes charts. So he went oh. over there because he'd been kicked out of the US and couldn't travel to Asia because um, he got arrested in the US and served some time in jail for a drugs charge, which then meant he couldn't travel over to Asia. So he was banned from there. Wasn't going great in the UK, but he got this sort of, somebody got in touch and was like, have you seen the Australian iTunes charts? Like, you're doing really oh. well. So he went over there um, and he did, that song was such a big hit that they used it on their version of Dancing with the Stars. Oh. oh. So they had some Australian guy doing the rapping and the whole band doing the music. And he was like, it's the most surreal thing I've ever seen. It's so weird. But then with his next song that they brought out, the um, chorus was laughing, but melodic laughing. And um, just as that was coming out and it had been put on lots of playlists and everything for all the radio stations, their only terror attack in Australia happened and everybody pulled it from the playlist because it wasn't appropriate because it was laughing. Mm -hmm. So ah. he sort of thought, yeah, so he became a one-hit wonder. <laughs> well, we are going to turn the focus back to me. Uh, I, I'm not sure how this is going to work, but uh, I, I've, uh, I'm going to say a sentence twice, uh, uh, since it's a short sentence, with different dialects of language, and Luke and Tilly is going to guess where... I am from. Because uh, we know that Fro's good game. Yeah, because we know that yeah. Fro's really good at doing accents. I'm not. So this <laughs> is going to be funny. So the sentence I'm going to say is the waves were crashing on the shores. It was a lovely sight. So I'm going to do that in different accents. Uh, we're not going to do like do it uh, one question for Luke and one for I, I trust you guys so much that I'm going to do it twice, then I'm going to ask Luke what was that, then I'm going to say Tilly, what was that, and then we will see who scores. Yeah, I think that's the best way. I'll, I'll keep yeah. score. Yeah. Cool. <clears throat> Let's begin with this one. The waves were crashing on the shore. It was a lovely sight. The waves were crashing on the shores. It was a lovely sight. You need okay. to hear it one more time. I think I, I've got what I think. What do you, Tilly? I've got a guess. Okay. Okay. Uh, Luke? Uh, I'm thinking Irish. Okay. Tilly? I was thinking Tilly? Welsh, like from Wales. That was Norwegian. <laughs> it was a trick question right at the bat. That's not oh my gosh. Fair. <laughs> no, it's fair. <laughs> it's fair. Come on. Your accent's Norwegian. Right, and then no. you made it sound different. <laughs> the ways were cra- like if you talk to somebody from Norway that don't really know English, they ah. talk like this. Okay. Yes. yes. All right, no points. No point. Okay. <clears throat> the waves were crashing on the shore. It was a lovely sight. <laughs> the waves were crashing on the shore. It was a lovely sight. 
<laughs> I think I've got this one. You, you probably know this okay. too. Right. Yeah. Maybe. I think it's French. Okay. I think French yeah. too. That is correct. That is French. Yay! <laughs> Yay. <laughs> we got one right. I'm not sure that's how a French person would say lovely, though. <laughs> oh. I don't know how they would, but maybe okay. they just wouldn't. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> <laughs> it, is, it is kind of hard. I have written down what I'm going to do, so... Right, we got this sentence from a random random uh, sentence generator. So if you need a different sentence for right. a certain accent, Fro, just let me know. No, no, no. The waves were crashing on the shore. It was a lovely sight. The waves were crashing <laughs> on the shore. It was a lovely sight. <laughs> yes. Okay. Tilly, why don't you go first this time? I went first last. <laughs> I think it's Italy, but it also sounds like Borat. But I'm saying Italy. <laughs> I was going to say Italian as well, yeah. It is Italian. Hey! <laughs> hey! Italian Borat. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> the waves were crashing on the shore. It was a lovely sight. The waves were crashing on the shore. It was a lovely sight. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is a hard one. <laughs> uh... I think I think you might have been trying to be from London, being a Cockney. Okay. Uh, German? No, Luke. I'm sorry. That was my London accent. Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> that was me trying to do Cockney. Okay. <laughs> Tilly is up by one right now. <laughs> I can't breathe because I'm laughing too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Yep. The waves were crashing on the shore. It was a lovely sigh. The waves were crashing on the shore. It was a lovely sigh. Uh, I'm going to go with Southern America, like the South. I've mm-hmm. said that too. I put America, America, and then Southern. Yeah. This is my best impression of my dad when he goes to Texas. So <laughs> I will take that. My dad talks a little like this when he goes to Texas. So ah. I give you both both points for that. Okay. <clears throat> the waves were crashing on the shore. It was a lovely sight. The waves were crashing on the shore. It was a lovely sight. Mm. You got anything, Tilly? Uh, maybe like English, but northern. I'm thinking Scottish, maybe. Uh, how northern are you, Tilly? Still in England. <laughs> Yeah, but how northern England? Like, how we. Like, Manchester y, Newcastle y. Oh, okay. No, it was Irish. Oh, okay. Dang it! 
<laughs> that was I was like it's it sounds Irish or it could be Scottish, but it's hard to tell because from a Norwegian. <laughs> that would have tied me up too. Yeah. No points there. Okay. <clears throat> the waves were crashing on the shore. It was a lovely sight. The waves were crashing on the shore. It was a lovely sight. Hmm. Hmm. Um. I seriously have nothing here. Uh. I have a guess. Whether okay. it's right or not, we don't know. I think it might be Swedish. It was Swedish! <gasps> <laughs> well, I didn't guess there, but we'll give Tilly a point. Quick, you, said you, Swedish. you said you said you didn't know. Uh, right, I, t I was talking it out. I, it's all good. Oh, okay. What did you write down, then? I, I was thinking it was going to be like... Uh, Somewhere else in England, I was thinking more like Welsh or something like that is what I was thinking. So I yeah, would have been so wrong. No you would what. never say Swedish, right? No. To be fair, okay. So she gets that part. I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't even thinking yeah. Swedish. So. <laughs> I, just I need a new sentence. A new sentence. Okay. Yes. Please. <laughs> How many more accents do we have? So I know if I have a chance to make a comeback. Uh -huh. Four or five. Five. Okay, so I still... Uh, I, we're, I'm still I'm still in it. Still in the game. I'm quite surprised. I didn't think I'd do this well. <laughs> Is that a good one, Fro? Everybody... Everyone was busy, so I went to the movie alone. Okay. <laughs> everyone was busy, so I went to the movie alone. Everyone was busy, so I went to the movie alone. I I'm gonna have to say German on that one. Uh, yeah, see, this one stumped me. I'll go Iranian. <laughs> that was German. Ah! Ah! <laughs> it sounded very um, Hogan's Heroes, so uh, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. <clears throat> Everyone was busy, so I went to the movie alone. Everyone was busy, so I went to the movie alone. Hmm. Mm. Uh, see, I don't know if I can do this. Can I, where, uh, what's the country that, uh, in Austin Powers, Goldfinger was from? What was it? Is he Danish? I can't remember what, what he, what, where he's from. I don't remember. Dutch, right. Is it Dutch? <laughs> Dutch, okay. Tilly? Mm, Tilly? Liverpool? Oh. Ah, tied up. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's what it made me think of. Mm. Okay, are you ready? 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Everyone was busy, so I went to the movie alone. <laughs> Everyone was busy, so I went to the movie alone. <laughs> <laughs> that was the weirdest one yet. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I think you need to do that one again. Yeah, can you please get give it one more time, please? Everyone was busy, so I went to the movie alone. Everyone that was one busy, Welsh. so I went to the movie alone. Sorry? Is that one from Wales? So you're saying Wales. Wales? See, I want to guess kid that's missing his front teeth, but I know that's not a place, so... Um, An accent? Yeah. Right. Uh, jeez. Canadian. I have no idea. Canadian. <laughs> You're both really far away. It was Spanish. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I would have. I did not get that no. at all. Were you thinking okay. like Spain Spanish or were you thinking Spanish yes. like Mexican? Okay, Spain oh, Spanish, Spanish. Spain Spanish. All right, yeah, Spain, I didn't Spanish. get that. <clears throat> Everyone was busy, so I went to the movie. Sorry. <laughs> Everyone was busy, so I went to the movie alone. Everyone was busy, so I went to oh. the movie alone. Mexican. Uh, I was going to say Scottish, but I think we've had that, haven't we? We had Scottish. Yeah. No, we had Isn't Irish. Oh. Scottish. Okay. Yeah. But Luke is a hundred percent correct. Oh. That was Mexican. Right, it sounded like the Three Amigos, the guy from the Three Amigos. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, El Wapo? What do you think, Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Everyone was busy, so I went to the movie alone. Everyone was busy, so I went to the movie alone. That sounds like you're from Birmingham. You from me? Uh, did we do Liverpool already? I'm going to guess Liverpool. That was Danish. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it sounded a little Beatles for some reason. I don't know why I thought that, but it sounded a little Beatles to me. It did. I was between Liverpool and Birmingham. But it was, everyone was busy. <laughs> everyone was busy. Not like like early Beatles, not like the late, not like before they did acid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I won't last it, So I'm into the movie alone. Whoa. Everyone was busy. So I'm into the movie alone. <laughs> Transylvania, because it sounds like you're trying to be creepy. <laughs> I was thinking, is Ghost, is like the afterlife a. Accent? I don't think. Everyone yeah, oh. was busy. So I went to the movie alone. I don't know. Oh, it is. Okay. Uh, um, let me th- <laughs> let me guess. I'm trying to think. Uh, geez, that's a weird one. Everyone was busy. So I went to the movie alone. I can also do the other one. The waves were crashing on the shores. It was a lovely sight. The waves were crashing on the shores. Okay, this one I'm going to say Scottish. Too late? 
Uh, I said Transylvanian, but it's probably Welsh. No, that was my attempt of doing. Uh, 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 Israel. <laughs> oh, Israeli. Israeli. Okay. Israel, Israelian. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I, yeah, I would have never got that one. Least but not last, or last but not least. I mean. There we go. Okay. <clears throat> Everyone. <laughs> 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 Everyone must be seen. Sorry, I went to the movie alone. Everyone was beaten. So I went to the movie alone. <laughs> the way for clapping on the sword, it was a lovely fight. The way for clapping on the sword, it was a lovely fight. Jeez. Tilly, why don't you go first? I got. Do I have to? This one's really right. hard. Uh, jeez. Uh, I, I want to say, uh, like a California, maybe? Like, surfer accent? I'll say Portuguese. Oh my god, that's Portuguese. <gasps> yes! Is it really? Yeah. Yes! Oh my gosh, we are tied. Me and Tilly <laughs> both got six correct. Oh my god, I have to come up with a... Brilliant. I didn't. How? Uh, like, I, I made it. That was a great game because Tilly was like two ahead, and then I made a comeback, and then I was one <laughs> up, and then right in the last question, Tilly got one right to tie it up. This is an exciting game, yeah. folks. <laughs> okay. I have to make a tiebreaker then. Uh... Okay. <laughs> I thought that was it then. <laughs> no, no, no. Everyone was busy, so I went to the movie alone. Everyone was busy, so I went to the movie alone. Sounds like you're hurting your throat. The on... Yeah. There was a question on the chart. What's the matter? There was a question on the chart. What's the Okay. Um, okay. The one that comes closest. Uh, yeah. Romania? Romanian. And I'm saying mm-hmm. a Greek witch. <laughs> <laughs> we have a winner. Because that was Romanian. What? That was a total guess. <laughs> Completely total guess. <laughs> no way, Luke beat me. Just. <laughs> Just. Yeah. In yes. the tiebreaker, yes. and I, I got it, uh, the last one right, which I was super happy about. I was expecting to yeah. like win one of us to win on how close it was, like Fro said. But wow, yeah, that was fun. That was if anybody was offended by that, welcome to the internet. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> that's my new thing to say this week to people. Yes. If you're offended by that, welcome to the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Just means we're doing things right. Yeah. Hey, have you seen the movie this week for some strange reason, Joy? Mm, I saw Planet Earth 2, two episodes of it. Oh. That was almost like a beautiful movie. No, Blue yeah. Planet even. Not Planet Earth, Blue, yeah, Blue Planet, Planet 2. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Very scary fish in the first game. episode. 
Oh, scary uh, fish. Jumping I... out of the water and eating birds? No fish. No, no, no. <laughs> Get in the water. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Don't like them. Uh, Luke? I saw a couple things. I watched Toys for the millionth time because it's like one of my favorite movies ever with uh, Robin Williams and LL Cool J and Joan Cusack and a few other people. Toys is one of my favorite movies and it's definitely one of my favorite holiday movies and I was feeling kind of in a holiday mood. So I got that. Oh, and then I watched the new Patton Oswalt uh, stand-up bit on Netflix called Annihilation. Um, oh, that was so good. I liked it. Was it was very so. good, but it was sad. It was very sad. Yeah, it was super sad. Because it, it was, was the so first stand-up though. he had done, like, first stand-up special he's done since his wife passed away. Yeah. And there was a whole, yeah. like, 20 minutes about his wife and about it, yeah. him telling his child about it. And it was like, ooh, this is, it's dark stuff, but he made it funny somehow. <laughs> but it's it sad. He made it so funny. He did it's make it funny. Sad. But it's still like you could tell he was still grieving, and he was writing these jokes out of a place of, of of grieving, oh, and so but still very good. And I would say check it out because it's it's, it's not so one sad. I would watch a, a, a like a bunch of times over and over again. But it was very funny. Oh, no. So, but maybe just don't watch it if you're feeling a bit sensitive. Right, I would say that's probably true. Yeah, I did a pillow this week. Ooh, yeah, I haven't watched any movie. <laughs> You're copying me. That's my thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's doing a tiller. Gimmick stealing, yeah. Yeah. But uh, let's uh, hear the audio trailer for Thor Ragnarok. Thor, I sense Ooh. a great change in your future. With Hemper. Destiny has dire plans oh. for you, my Oh, Benedict Cucumber Patch. Yeah. Is that one of the female... Uh, Samurai Jack characters from the last season? <gasps> yes! <laughs> I've forgotten her name. I thought you'd be glad to see Well, there were like seven of them. Or, no, I guess yeah. the mother was the one that kind of looked like that. Yeah. Is dead. It'll be reborn in my image. Horns are just inherently evil, aren't they? So anything with horns, yes. goats, like... Sheep with horns, male sheep. <laughs> evil. Evil. An evil. This is madness. Do you have a better plan? That was some fine break dancing he just did there. It was. God of Thunder, Prince of Asgard, strongest Avenger. Let me try. Banner. Welcome, strongest Avenger. Oh right, Hulk. I was like, what is he doing? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> That was definitely going to be an action figure. Spartan mm -hmm. Hulk action figure. I think they all are. All of this is just... Ooh. Is it me or do these graphics look really bad? That, I was just thinking that. The one where she grabbed onto the side of the ship looked very, yeah. very green screen. And this... These... Uh, Graphics for the titles is the most 80s thing I've ever seen. Yep. Wow. So I've uh, seen this movie, so I will not tell you what it's about, but Luke will. 
Right. Is it about a rag and a rock? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, yes, rag and a rock. <laughs> rag and a rock. Yeah. Impri- uh, imprisoned on the other side of the universe, the mighty Thor finds himself in a deadly gladiatorial contest that pits him against the Hulk, his former ally and fellow Avenger. Thor's quest for survival leads him in a race against time to prevent the all-powerful Hela Hela from destroying his home world and the Asgardian civilization. This got 93% yeah. out of Rotten Tomatoes, 8.2 out of 10 on IMDb, mm-hmm. so really high rated, actually. Yep. Uh, okay, so I'll start. I got two little short ones, and they're kind of opposite of each other. So you guys want the good or bad first? The bad. The bad. Uh, Clifford Lane from Facebook. Uh, this had a huge Facebook presence, but that is totally normal for a superhero movie. So, Clifford Lane says, They took a great movie and turned it into a freaking comedy. I give up on this franchise already. Way to go on destroying a good movie and turning it into trash. And Jacob uh, Desjarnins says, Pretty good movie. Good balance of action and comedy. Great performance from the cast. Never liked Thor or Thor 2, but thought this was great. So they had the... Like, one guy hated it because it was comedy, and one guy loved it because it was comedy. Very <laughs> very funny. Mm. I have one that's sort of medium-sized. It's from GOG, who gave it three stars on Rotten Tomatoes. He says, Well, some say not half bad. I say probably about exactly half bad. Marvel has gotten incredibly stale. To me, this was nothing more than Wonder Woman's story done over in a really, really bad and boring way. Take away the good characters and plot and keep the god and goddess sibling rivalry, except make the protagonist a man and the villain a woman. Oh, and add in some stupid eye-rolling comedic relief and fun colours to keep the dummies entertained. Marvel's been good in the past at telling meaningful stories, but unfortunately, it's nothing more than a Disney-fied rehash of a great DC movie from just a few months ago. Never thought I'd see DC taking the lead. Who knows? Maybe Justice League will be will deliver. Mm. I actually read the same thing about Justice League on the Facebook page. Somebody saying the same, uh, hopefully Justice League will be better than this, yeah. Well, I saw this, uh, and I am going to be completely honest with you. I did not enjoy it as much as many other people has. Uh, I thought it was a little dumbed down. Uh, I also t- thought it was kind of uh, half-assing it, uh, and um, yeah. To be honest with you, I I, I I think 93 on Rotten Tomatoes is extremely high. I, I think that's uh, less than this movie deserves. It oh. is a funny movie. I, I, I'm not going to say it's an unfunny movie, but I was bored at points uh, and thought it was just uh, scrambled together. I didn't uh, I think the villain was one of the str- strongest villains they have had in in years. Okay. But other than that, I wasn't that uh, impressed, to be honest. So the oh, only good okay. thing was stolen from Samurai Jack, then. 
<laughs> yeah, I I will get like out of ten, I will would give this uh, six and a half, maybe. No, oh, so nowhere near what it's uh, saying uh, on, uh, online, but online uh, when it comes to superhero movies can be a little skewed, just because it's the online yeah. community. Yeah. 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 yeah sure. Okay. When I was on the Facebook, I got to go into something before we move on. I found this. Uh, this guy who had posted in one of the, like in a couple of the uh, posts that they had done, and it had nothing to do with the movie, but I want to read it because it's freaking hilarious. <laughs> it says the to- David Lundman says the Torah was originally written in Sanskrit and not Hebrew. It is about the Elevantia. Some of the Elevantia on the moon, where I where I am from, have blonde hair and wear white clothing in Asian style. Mm. Some have black hair. I have red hair. There should be blonde-haired people on Earth with the Sanskrit Torah. Where are they? What? <laughs> it's pretty wild. I was like, I gotta mention this on the show, because that's just nuts. <laughs> we need to get this guy on the, this podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry, where are you uh, from and what do you... You have red hair, but everybody what? else has blonde or black? What? And the most important part, he lives on the moon. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's... Podcasting from the moon can be a little hard, so we will probably not have him. I don't know, he's probably got good access to satellites. (laughs) Yeah, but the moon hasn't. Uh, Let's go into Mindhunter episode three. And uh, we start out with this mystic man that goes into the white van and drives off. And I sit down. I can't wait. For Luke to explain to me who this is and why this is here, or will it show up in this episode? Oh, you guys you didn't realize exactly what this was. This it is, looked no. like this is the killer. Feral... This is no, the guy that slit it... the dog's throats and everything. This is the this is the bad guy, right? That's, Am I wrong? That's okay. not what it. Yeah, Ooh. I think you're wrong. No. I think this is the first time we've no, seen the this... bad guy. He looks wrong. more like the. Um... He got into a nondescript white van. Like, that screams bad guy to me. <laughs> yeah, but he's not the one from this episode. I think he's one from a, yeah, a no. future episode. But don't you think he looked a bit like Will Ferrell dressing up as My Name is Earl? Yes. That just screamed it to me. But no, he reminds me of the um, BTK killer guy. Bind, torture, kill. I can't yeah. remember his real name. Looks like mm. he's dressed up like him. Sure, okay. Uh, my is guess is it's probably the killer point. that they're chasing. Which it seems like we're actually chasing a killer now. So, but they find no, him. because they catch they found him in this episode. Yeah. Oh right. Well, maybe they're go. Maybe this guy's the one that they're chasing from the town original town, which they're not really chasing anymore. The guy who ah uh, yeah, the one with the little boy. Right. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> he's definitely he's a bad man. <laughs> but I think I'm oh, just yeah. saying I think this is the guy that we're gonna end up chasing. I think this is the main. Uh, antagonist but who knows i could be wrong because this show is like very little happens each episode so intro first episode that's not uh, directed by david fincher will we say see that and i answer my own question a little later yes we did boston massachusetts bill and holding is waiting in some kind of school and then Halton gets coffee, meets this lady that's really short with her. Him, sorry. Uh, Halton hears uh, Bill talking to this lady, and uh, 
it is the same lady that was short uh, with him inside office. And her name is Wendy Carr. And she said, uh, she says that she's read a lot of his notes. And I was thinking, will we see a lot of Wendy in this episode? And we kind of did. Right. It seems like, well, I won't spoil anything, but it seems like she's going to be a character all the way through. And you know who this is. This is the the lady from the path, like the the mother. Oh, oh. Yeah. she looks very different. Didn't she does look very different. It like I until the second time you saw her, I didn't realize who it was, and then I go, oh, and then it clicked. So I didn't recognize that her at all, to be honest with you. Uh, and uh, when there's uh, writing a book about white cr- white criminals, I put down <laughs> white collar <laughs> like, criminals. <laughs> white cr- <laughs> like white criminals. Uh, right, right. And, uh, white collar criminals. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, says uh, Ed, uh, the coward killer, reminds her of them. So she says that the white collar criminals and serial killer is the same thing. So that's kind of funny. Um, and she says that she would like more references to the. Um, conversations and that they are uh, on the edge of doing something smart with interviewing the killers. Right. She says that... uh, Sorry? I said right, yeah. Yeah. And she says that they should uh, uh, get the questions in a bigger picture and Bill says that they are not allowed to send her the notes. So I was a little surprised how she read the notes. How can she read the notes? Oh, they just weren't supposed to. They, he said ah. we weren't supposed to. Like this, this was against the rules to begin with. We can't just go because they were talking about making ah, a book. Okay. Remember? And he's like, we're not, we're not even right, supposed right, to give right. it to you. We can't just put it in a book and s- show it to everybody. Yeah. Right. Uh, she sees the value of the notes. She says uh, that they should do. Uh, academic study of the killers and she says that uh, people would be interested in reading that and I was like yeah people really like true crime stuff so yes they, they would do. yeah and Come she says like that me. they yeah <laughs> people like killer uh, they say they need to study the murders and she says that they have to go from the cellar uh, they are in and do it full time, and she says that uh, they should almost quit FBI to do this and uh, do it full time. So she gives them kind of a, a wild idea. And um, well, she clearly oh, thinks this uh, is really important work they're doing. Is yeah. the point? She's yeah. like, she sort of she cements their thoughts that it's important and they should be doing it. Right, you're wasting your time trying to teach these cops how to do something when you could be teaching the world how to do something. It's kind of, I think, her idea. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Oldman Bill is waiting outside the prison and uh, meets uh, Doctor Kale. He says the the killer they have uh, uh, interviewing Miller don't want to talk to them. And he says that the doctor, uh, and the doctor says that uh, they have to come back sometimes, sometime uh, else. 
and uh, Bill says that they, they last time, last time they they go in cave, I had noticed and I found that's kind of funny because like Bill is so uh, stuck up in his personality. It's like yeah, okay, next time we will not tell them when we're coming. So right, we'll just show up. <laughs> yeah, so we can't freak. Him. But he also he knows about being manipulated and things. So he's sort right. of like, right, okay, well, we won't give him a chance to say, oh, no, well, I don't want to do it today. It'll just be, well, they're here. Ta-da! You can't say you've got worked up about it because you didn't know. Right. Holden and the girlfriend in the apartment, and uh, Holden is clearly upset. Uh, then Bill and Holden goes over a map over the, killer, the killers and picks out places to visit uh visit and give like lectures I, I i think that's kind of funny like they see oh we want to interview that killer okay let's have a, a seminar in this police station then <laughs> because right. that's yeah. another killer yeah uh, it's really good which makes sense there would always be like if you were going to do a seminar somewhere uh where there's like yeah. a major police station there'd probably be something like that around so it, it does make sense it's ah. like their yeah. work sends them to these places, so it it works out for them. It's really clever. Yeah, they might as well utilize it. Phone call. Yeah, phone call. It's uh, Ray that calls, and I can hear myself suddenly. I heard it too. It's probably Hello? me. Oh, okay. The man from the last episode who asked for the help is calling them, and somebody has killed uh, killed uh, this time, not just. Uh, uh, raped, and uh, they say the it's a sequence killer again. So I like that. Right, because he slid another dog's uh, Right. Yeah. So and battered a woman. They say, so they put in the word sequence killer again. And uh, they talk to their boss, and they get going to Sacramento, California to help Roy. And we go to Roy's police station, and uh, Laura Conway is killed, and her dog too. And they say he wants to dominate and hold them, and change it from a teenager to an older person because of the things he did. That he is doing because he hates his mom, more or less, is what they say. And Ray gives them a suspect, and they want to talk to him. White and his mom is getting in- interviewed. Uh, uh, I think she wins the Mo- Mother of the Year uh, award. Yeah, she's uh, lovely. Yeah, she's really lovely. <laughs> uh, and they are uh, allowed in. Uh, White's mom is uh, taking a smoke and says, is such a dis- disappointment to him. And his mom really, 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 really hates him with a passion. Yeah, she's so not impressed make... that he's still living there on the sofa. No. So they make a joke uh, about how horrible White's mom is uh, towards uh, White. So, And he got this girlfriend uh, pregnant one time, but she got the scraping. I think uh, that was one of the worst words I have heard about an abortion. She got the scraping. Right. Have you not heard that before? 
No. I uh, I'd never heard it referred to that, but when he said it, I automatically knew what he meant. But it was just, yeah. 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 Made it sound dirty, for sure. Uh, they ask if he loved her, and uh, he says yes. He has some scratches, and they want to know where where he gets the scratches from, and he says he gets it from a wooden stick. I was like, what kind of wooden stick gives that, that kind of scratches? Right, he was saying he gets drunk, and that he ran into some wood. And he didn't have yeah. a real, that wasn't a yeah. great explanation. Yeah. And uh, he talks about Jesse that is living with her, uh, with them, and that's clearly his mom's boyfriend. They ask a lot of questions about her relationship with his mom, and they 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 push him and they push him. Yeah, they're, they're at the interrogation like, point at, the, at this point. They're yeah. totally interrogating him. Yeah. And I uh, like, uh, do you like to listen to your mom having sex with Jesse? I was like. Yeah, I thought it really pissed me off. <laughs> but they're just trying to get him so, to crack. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they get him into crack because they arrest him. And we see the TV reports about this. And race police station, and they have having a drink and a party after arresting White. And uh, he calls... Uh, uh, Ray calls him... Uh, uh, Holden, a modern dame, shall modern time shall Holmes and Bill is Watson. <laughs> 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 Why does this police officer now have an FBI jacket on? Um, he was he was borrowing one of those, uh, one of the dams. Okay. Yeah, I think it was uh, Holden's. Yeah, and he holds uh, a speech that uh, is kind of bullshit. And uh, Holden tries to hold a speech, and Bill intervenes on him. He's clearly drunk, and they drive, but uh, they claim uh, uh, they're. They take the tire uh, off their car. This is the part where yes. Holden tries to make like a speech, but it's. Obviously, he starts out, and it's going to be the most depressing speech of all time. So the guy, yeah, so Bill, he inter- him. Bill interrupts him, and then they go outside to their car, yeah. and the cops have removed one of their tires, Taken. so that when they try to drive away, it's just it's up on blocks, <laughs> so the back wheels are just spinning. Yeah, uh, it's kind of funny. Yeah, then we see Bill talks on the fl- uh, phone, and he clearly has to fight with his wife over not being there. Ed from the last episode interview, and I, I was a little surprised. Did you think you were going to see Ed again, uh, Luke, in this episode? Uh, we, we All I said last week when we talked about it was, like, are we or are we not? I don't know if this if yeah. they're going to go move on to another uh, killer from history or what they're going to do, but it seems like we're right. sticking with him, so yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's like their they go-to guy. Now they've got him talking to them, and he knows who they are. Right. It makes right. sense for them to use him as much as possible. And he talks about his crimes and explains uh, more about how he picked up girls and how it escalated to the killer he became. He talks about uh, slitting people's uh, people uh, without any pain. He was really focused on on people not having any pain when he did the t- things he did. Sorry. 
I'm burping some Christmas soda. <laughs> Merry Christmas! Uh, they are asking how he felt, and he goes through the girls and how he felt about them, and this is pretty gross. Uh, he goes after the pretty girls, he said, and he talks how he's addicted to women. I like that word. Right. Uh, uh, and that he's he 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 says that uh, he didn't like uh, go after the ugly ones, and he uh, didn't talk to his mom because she was an asshole towards him more or less. Yeah, but pretty much. Bill, Bill asks and or why she did what she did, uh, what he did with uh, what he did with her head, <laughs> and she talks. Uh, about how uh, he was honest with himself and killed her, and then, then, then there come this quote I really like. She wanted to destroy me with her words, and he says it in such a sleazy way. Right, and, then... and talks about. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, uh, and and then he he talks more about how he's treated by his mom. Right, oh, he Go ahead, Tilly. I think so you're going to say what I was going to say. Yeah, it says about um, after he killed her, they ask, they say, "Oh, did you put a part of her into the garbage disposal, didn't you?" And he's like, "Yeah, her vocal cords, because she wanted mm-hmm. to destroy me with a voice, and she wouldn't shut up." Yeah. So he. Uh, <laughs> this is this guy. Is this a real? Yes. This is yes. a real murder, isn't it? Because I remember watching yeah, you can look something it up. about it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've seen quite a few documentaries about him because that just really I was like. This is I've definitely heard about this guy before. Right. With the vocal cords and of the mother in the waste disposal unit. And he is actually in real it's life was, was actually six foot nine. Oh. So he is that giant person. Oh. Was yeah. or was, I guess. Pizza time! Ed talks more about the Oh well that was the best scene. that was the best part of the, I thought that this was the best line in the whole show, or at least these three episodes so far. He's like Talking about all this disgusting stuff, like putting yeah. somebody's vocal cords in a uh, garbage disposal, yeah. and then a pizza walks in and he looks over at them and he goes, "You guys." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he talks about how he fantasized about dating the girls and the heads uh, he buried in the house. He buried so uh, the girls would look. Look up to his mom's window. That was another <laughs> thing that twigged me as well. I was like, no, this is definitely yeah. a real guy. It has to be. Yeah. It's pretty awful. But uh, I like that. Yeah. Out of prison, uh, eating and talking about Kemper. Holden uh, asks Bill if he likes his mom and his wife. I kind of find that kind of funny. And he asks uh, back about his girlfriend. And they are on a flight talking about Kemper, more more about Ed Kemper. And uh, Bill says Holden is a great a- a FBI agent. He actually gives him a compliment. Then they talk to uh, the doctor, uh, the female doctor that we talked about before. And they talk, they say that they should talk, take with, uh, take her with when they talk talk about Kemper. And then we have this really, really random shower scene. Uh, and 
Holden and his girlfriend talks about uh, his girlfriend's mom and uh, how how Holden's relationship with his mom is. There's a lot of mom talk back and forth there. And he is trying to lick her and she stops him but uh, gets uh, oh, what do you call, call it? Electro opener? It's a, a oh the a, nail file. Isn't it a nail file? Right. It's a nail file. Okay. Towards his uh, throat and 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 uh, he goes down on her clearly again. I'm gonna just really a random sex scene. Yeah, there's a lot of that in this episode, wasn't there? Yeah. I think the yeah. point is like he's dealing with like all these crazy people. And she may be a little crazy herself, I think is the point. And he kind of likes yeah. it because he's attracted to that kind of thing. And that's why he's in this business. I think that's what they're kind of trying to get across with this relationship, uh, as far as I can tell. Okay. Holden talks uh, uh, to Kenneth about uh, what they are teaching, about words they are using. And here comes a lot of dirty words that I'm not going to repeat with March. Then we have a smoking break, and Holden asks Bill if he cheated on his wife with uh, this doctor girl. And Holden gets... No, and Bill gets clearly upset by that question. And Taxi comes with Dr. Ford, and they are te- te- talking about his teaching with some cool music in the background. But here comes my favorite part of the show. They say that you have to be insane to be the president of the United States. And we go to the black screen. Right. Yeah. How can you how can you become the president of the United States if you're a psychopath? She's like, well, actually, how can you become the president of the United States if you're not a psychopath? If you're not. <laughs> right. It's going back to the same idea of like uh, business CEOs and really powerful uh, people who run giant companies uh, or people who are involved in that kind of thing automatically have to be psychopathic in a way because they have to believe that they're better than everybody else to. And to control that many people, if that makes sense. Yeah. So. They have to have that level of narcissism. Exactly. That tends to go hand in hand with psychopathy. Uh, the doctor, Dr. Mitford is what her name is, is played by Hannah Gross, who, yeah, like I said, she's from uh, uh, The Path. Sorry. She's from The Path. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, and this guy, the who's the main guy? Uh, or no, Bill is is played by Holt McCanley, McCan- and it, you probably remember this guy mostly from Fight Club. If you, he was the oh uh, yeah, I knew I recognized him somewhere. <laughs> the Chin Chillers recognized him. Yes, he's like oh yeah, Fight Club, my favorite sure. movie. Yeah, I've seen that. Oh yes, yeah. yes, 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 he's yes, a, yes. What yes, he was yes. saying was the book was better than than the movie. That was what Felix was saying, but ah. Uh... Did he eat the book? Ah. <laughs> Nintendo Adventure Books featuring Super Mario Brothers Monster Mix-Up. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Felix, it's not your time yet. Wait till your nope. quotes. <laughs> what happened? Asked Toad. Where's the princess? Luigi knocks Mario down as he races around, looking in every corner of the tent. It's a mystery, says the king mysteriously. Then it sinks in. 
My daughter! She's gone! He yelps. We'd better do something! Alright! Mario agrees. He gets up and dusts himself off. Let's search it! I just did! Luigi reminds him. The princess has disappeared, and so has the guy who was who taking the pictures. They're not in here, says the king, peering into a small box of film. Luigi bounces to the entrance. Maybe she was taken into another tent. They rush out. Suddenly, Mario skids to a stop. Look! He points at something shiny in the grass. It's the princess's crown! It's a clue! Toad says excitedly. Luigi gazes at the crown. It looks like somebody stepped on it, he says. One of the points is bent. The bent point aims at the tent there, the Hall of Horrors. Mario kneels to peer, peer more carefully at the crown. No! He finally says. The bent point... Oh, no. Yeah, the bent point aims over to the tent towards the top of that hill behind it. That... They they oh. made uh, a mistake. There's supposed to be yes, another did. quotation. Yeah. Yep. But that's fine. Yeah. We got, we got the, the point. Bent, the bent point is over the tent towards the top of that hill beyond it. Okay. Now we have to see which way does the crown point. Right, so we're looking at a picture. There's a picture of a mountain, Hall of Horrors, the crown on the ground, and the thing is pointed. Uh, but really, in real life, it would depend on where you're standing, <laughs> where the uh, <laughs> yeah. crown yeah. points. Yeah. But what do you guys think? Mountain? Is it pointing at the mountain, or is it pointing out the Hall of Horrors? It looks like the mountain to me. Hall of Horrors. Oh. Really? Tilly, you get the deciding factor, well, I guess. Are we looking at the bent part of the crown? Right, it's the one that's got all the... It's got the little star around it, obviously. Yeah. Well, it actually looks like it's in the middle of both. But, yeah, the hilltop more so, I think. Okay, so we're going to hilltop, then. Mm. I don't agree. This is exciting. Woohoo! Mm-hmm. And we're going back I quite a lot we... of pages. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah, we'll do that a lot in this book, so... Okay. Okay, that, that was uh, this week. That was this week, uh, Italiano. <laughs> so many accents this week. Uh, week. Uh, mm. Yes, so many accents. Coming up next week, we will talk of news of the week. Uh, we will have Survivor Series prediction. We will have Mindhunter episode 4, eh? another digital review of Daddy's Home 2, eh? and we will do the Nemesis Sun Theory. And what is the Nemesis Sun Theory, Luca? Nemesis is a hypothetical red or brown dwarf originally postulated in 1984 uh, to be orbiting the sun. So another sun orbiting our sun. Uh, it is postulated to explain the perceived cycle of mass extinctions in geological record. So they're yeah. saying that this is maybe the reason an extra sun surrounding uh, orbits our sun may be the reason that uh, the dinosaurs died out. Ooh. Cool. That is uh, next week. Do you have anything you want to plug? 
WestCoastWrestlingConnection.com. Go check out the TV show. A lot of good stuff coming up there. Uh, we got a guy, uh, Mike Champion, I think is his name. He is an up-and-comer, and I can see this guy doing big things in the future. So. Cool. Do I? Um, well, I'll just remind people that we have a Facebook group. If you search for another digital citizen on Facebook, you'll find us. It's an open group now. Give us some feedback. Put some funny memes or whatever. Anything that you think we might be amused by is always, always appreciated. And you can always go to audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen. That's audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen. You can get a 30-day free trial of Audible and you get a free book and you support your favorite podcast, another digital citizen. So that's audible.com forward slash another digital citizen. See what I did there? I see. Copy me again. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Copy, copy. From the United States of America, from Norway, and from the United Kingdom, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen. Goodbye, citizen.